Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's the fucking nerd here, man. And I'm going to take a little time out here to talk about my friends at MyBookie.com. Are you the type of fan that knows football so well that you can choose any game and call it? Everyone's got that one asshole friend who's sitting on the couch and he goes, Hey, hey, man, I know more than you do about this and -and so-and-so and -and so-and-so. Well, you know what? Time to put your money where your mouth is, ladies and gentlemen, at MyBookie.com. And they cover every sport, football, NBA, college basketball season. It's time for you guys to get off the sideline and get in on the action with MyBookie. The thing about this is like you can take money and bet it in real time against real people on any scenario you like. So the bigger you bet, the more you win, obviously. And it doesn't matter what team you're a fan of. I'm a Giants fan. My team sucks. I wouldn't bet a penny on them, but you could bet a penny on your favorite team. You could bet a $1,000, a $100, whatever you want to spend. And I'm very excited about this because I'm the kind of guy who wants to make money. And what better way to make money by spending money on something that you enjoy and something that you have a little bit of knowledge about. So put your money where your mouth is, people. And the good thing about my friends at my bookie, they gave me a special code for every single one of you guys. It's late fees. You know, like when you were a kid in the library and you never returned your book, you'd cure late fees. L-A-T-E-F-E-E-S, late fees. If you join right now using that code, my bookie will match your deposit halfway all the way up to $1,000. That means if you deposit 2000 you get an extra $1,000 in free money to play with. Just use promo code late fees to activate the offer. Once again, that's promo code late fees to take advantage of MyBookie's generous sign-up offer. Visit MyBookie.ag today. You play, you win, you get paid. Tell them the nerd sent you. Later. Hey, what's going on, ladies and gentlemen? It's the Voice of Misery podcast. I'm, of course, a nerd, and I just want to, before we get into the episode today, I want to talk to you guys about a, something that, you know, really means a lot to me. And you guys know I suffer from depression, bipolar disorder, and anxiety. And I also suffer makes some pains as I get older. And I was looking through a lot of different, you know, solutions for this. And everything just kind of gave me these horrible side effects until I came across my new friends at CBD Medic. They have a lot of different CBD out there. And there's, there's, there's a different strand for everything. I mean, you can, you can get certain CBD that tailors your anxiety, depression, um, you know, flare-ups and things like that. If you have arthritis, they got a cream for that. If you got back pain, neck pain, headaches, migraines, all sorts of different things. If you have it, they have a solution for it. And the best thing, no side effects. Now, this product you can only find on CBDmedic.com. And if you act right now, you can use our code VOMPODCAST10. That's V-O-M-P-O-D-C-A-S-T-1-0. Voice of Misery Podcast, VOMPODCAST10. You'll save 10% off any order, no matter how expensive, $1, $10, $1,000. Buy as much as you can because this product will change your life as it has mine. My anxiety has subsided. I can sleep better at night and my pain is virtually not there anymore just because of this product that CBDmedic.com offers. Once again, that's VOM Podcast 10. Use that at the checkout and you will save 10% off any order and it's unlimited. Please tell them the nerd and nerdette sent you. This is the Voices of Misery podcast. This show isn't for the easily offended, so PC police on patrol stand by. You've been warned. Now, let's join the nerd and nerdette with another podcast for that ass. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Voices of Misery podcast. This is our 150th show and I am very excited. I've been teasing on Twitter all week long at a very important, very special guest. 
ladies and gentlemen, the legendary Ava Devine. How are you, Ava? I'm doing great, the nerd. How are you? Not doing bad. And it is it is surreal to be talking to you because I've been enjoying your work for a very, very long time. Oh, <laughs> so. I am so flattered. Thank you. But you know what? I'm really down to earth. I'm a true nympho perv that can that loves to talk shit. So let's get started. <laughs> you are speaking my language, young lady. Yes, baby. Yes. <laughs> All right. Now, now the very first thing I wanted to ask you is um, I've seen you build under many different nationalities. I've seen you as Hispanic, Asian, all sorts of different names that like yes. the porn companies like they do that. What is your nationality, if you don't mind me asking, because you have a very exotic look? Yes, I don't mind you asking. I'm Chinese and Italian. Really? See, I never would have guessed the Italian, but I, but I can definitely see the Asian when I look yes. at you. Yes, it's it's pronounced. The Asian is prominent, but um, yeah, my father was Italian, and my mother's a little Asian China doll. She's Chinese, and she is cute as a button. <laughs> so I guess that's where you got those looks, huh? From your mom? Yes, definitely. <laughs> but I got the temper and the sexual appetite from my father. Okay, okay. Now, now let yeah. me ask you this. Uh, I have a very important question for you because I was doing a little bit of research this morning, you know, because I was very excited to have you on the show yes. today. Now, I read that you lost your virginity at age 13. Is that true? 110% true. I wish I would have lost it earlier, but I was 13, and I lost it to my Puerto Rican drug dealer friend in Long Island, New York. And I remember it hurt so bad, but yet I was like, I can get used to this pain. <laughs> You know, it was like pleasure and pain at the same time. How old was he? He was 16. Okay, so he was, uh, you know, he, he was robbing the crate a little bit there. Yeah, yes, definitely, definitely. But I was a little tramp, you know, running around in tight clothes, short skirts, looking for some dick. <laughs> now, how awkward was that first time? Well, it was awkward because, you know... Um, I just remember his dick being large and, you know, he broke my hymen and I bled. And I remember being so embarrassed because I wanted to act like I was so experienced. So oh, that that was the only awkward thing is, it, yeah, he was my first and I wanted to pretend like I was really experienced. Well, now, were you guys dating or anything or was just like some this dude in the neighborhood? You were like, hey, you know, we've been checking each other out for a while. We or? were we were kind of dating. Yeah. Did you guys stick or stick together long after that, or was no. it just a one-time thing? No, it was like a few, couple times we banged, and then he, then I met this bodybuilder steroid freak, and I, um, he turned me out. I was like begging for sex from everyone and anyone, and I was just turned the fuck out. So, so it was just basically like a light switch. How were you before that? Because you mentioned that you were dressing up in like the tight clothes, you know, like the yeah. small shorts, or whatever. Were you like more like a demure kind before then? And that never. No, I was very shy, but yet I was very horny. Like I used to hump on my girlfriend's legs when I was like five or six, and I would fucking orgasm, <laughs> and I was just uh, yes, and I would love like I would. Always, when I played with Barbie dolls, I'd make them fuck. I would, um, yeah, <laughs> I loved awesome. watching the Playboy channel. That was, like, my jam right there. And um, I was, but you know what? I never, I remember I was with this one guy, 
when I was 12 and I had morals at the time and I was like, we are not fucking unless you have a rubber and he didn't have a condom. And I was like, nope, we're not doing it. So I could have popped my cherry at 12 to this lacrosse player, but I waited for the drug dealer instead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, what was your first introduction? Because like, you're not just born with these instincts. Like, for me, I found a porno under my brother's bed. Like, the, like was it the Playboy channel that one of your parents just leaving yes. on and walked in and was like, oh, no, shit. we, yeah, what happened was, you know, and, and the strange thing, I was, um, from what I can recall, you know, and, and I've done a lot of, like, uh, deep, intense work on my childhood, uh, I was never uh, molested or raped or anything of the sort, you know, I, I, w- I never experienced sexual abuse as a child. Um, so I don't know, I think I learned this from the Playboy channel. That's all I, that's all I, that's my vivid recollection is watching the Playboy channel, looking at Playboy magazines and acting out what I saw. Okay. Did you have any favorite like starlets or actors growing up? Were you just watching whatever you can get your hands on I at that point? I just went watch and I I remember this Alice in Wonderland uh, Playboy video, and I remember the girl. What I thought was huge knockers. I was just like obsessed with boobs, and I used to always put like I love Dolly Parton, I love Charo, and I would put my t shirt on and I'd put my knees over my t shirt, my t shirt over my knees, and pretend like I'm <laughs> this busty woman and I would look in the mirror (laughs) (laughs) well you certainly became one uh definitely uh when you when you transitioned into porn but before then you were a stripper yes well no before no 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 okay so before I was an escort and then I became a stripper I, I was backwards yeah yeah, because normally, like from 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 you know the the stars that I've been I've been speaking to, they start off as strippers and and then they become porn stars. So I was thinking that was like the natural order of things. Like you had to go through this to get through that, kind of like you have to play high school football to get the college football to get to yeah, the NFL. Yeah, exactly. You know? No, I went backwards. Well, what kind of escorting were you doing? Were you doing like the uh, high, you know, uh, like the uh, online, like to get this girl, or I mean, or like well, just it, advertising worked- on? Yeah, I'm sorry. I'll let you continue the nerd. I was I was um, doing for um, an escort service. You know, they used to pass the flyers out in Vegas. Like if you want a good time call and it would be an escort service and the guys would call and they would be like they'd call for a girl in the magazine, like, say, um, Tia. And then I would go up and I'd show up as Tia. And I'd have to, you know, do my thing. Wow. So the thing about escorting, it brings about a whole bunch of questions because you're doing it before you became a star then, obviously. Yes. What were, like, what were the rates back then? Were they livable rates or were you working on the side doing like a, like a nine to five job or anything like that? Or were you doing good enough with No, this? it was just that it, the rates were pretty decent back then because I was like 18. So that was... When I was, that was in like 93, 92. So they were, they were pretty good. Wow. I mean, did you have like the implants and everything before then too? Or yeah, um, You know what? I did. I had implants as soon as I got out of high school. 
Because like you, you, you had like these massive ones, and then like yes. I, I, you got a reduction at one point, correct? Uh, I had to have a reduction because this doctor. No, you're right. I did. What happened was I blew them up. I had small. I had regular D cups. Yeah, this is this is a long story. So we have time for this, okay? Oh, yeah, I had. It, yeah, I had regular D cups. Got fascinated with the huge boob thing. Um got huge knockers, went into porn with my huge implants. Then I was told by one of my agents, you know, I don't think it's a good idea. You know, the, that big boob thing is outdated and, um, you know, you don't, you're only going to get big boob rolls. So I reduced them and I went back to my original size double D and then I had complications ever since after that and then i said well you know what i don't like double d boobs i want huge i want a huge rack so i tried to go big again and i had nothing but complications doctors and surgeries and so i had to reduce them again and like go to a small d and uh heal and then build my way back up do you think that hurt your your booking it a little bit? Because I, I know yes. the producer was saying the the big boob things out, but you're saying yes. Yes, it did hurt because I had perfect big round boobs, and you know what? I didn't realize there was such a niche for huge knockers. I because I was told because you know I don't forget I was 28 when I started doing porn, and um, when I uh, entered the porn scene. Um, everyone was like, where have you been 18, 10 years ago? And I'm like, I've been fucking snorting meth and fucking escorting. Where, where else have I been? What else should I have been doing? Like, excuse me for not joining earlier. Like I was unreliable, irresponsible, like, you know, but whatever. So, um, I, uh, I got into it and at the time I was with an agency and all the young girls were getting hired and I was hardly getting hired. So I was pissed. I was like, I could run circles around these little 20 year olds. Like what, why, why aren't I getting hired? Like I love to fuck, you know, um, that's what I'm here for. Yeah. It's crazy. Cause, cause from what I found, it it said in 2003, you started. Yes. And I was 28. Yeah, and it doesn't make any sense because, like, I feel like it's been longer. And now, like, I don't want to, like, insult you and call you old or anything. But it's no, like, baby. But no, because, like, un- incredible scenes, all-time greatest performer, in my opinion. But Aw, I mean, thank you, the nerd. <laughs> but, I mean, like, back in 2003, that was, what, 16 years ago? I was 21 years old. But I, but it's like, you know how, like, when you go to, like, a video store and there's compilations, it seems like yes, you were in yes. every single one. So I'm like, wow, she must have been doing it for a while. No, I started in 2003 and, and you know what, like that overnight success thing, it kind of happened for me because I remember going to the titty bar dance because then I went to stripping and I was stripping a little bit in between, uh, doing porn and dancing to make ends meet. And, um, I was like, all of a sudden, everyone, people were coming up to me at the titty bar going, I know you. And people were emailing me like all over the world saying how much they loved me. And I'm like, how the hell did this happen? And I was just eating it up, loving it. 
Well, you definitely do have the different look, and that's what caught my attention when I first started watching the adult films, because like mostly Asian women in those films were very small and petite, yes. and that's what they were billed as. Very. And you're just, whew, this big, busty woman, and it's like, holy yes, shit, who is that? Yes, I was thick, curvy, and everything. And you know what? Back then, 2003, that wasn't cutting it. So not only was it like hard for me because of my age my breast size and my weight but and you know it, it was just hard it was just really difficult to get in because of all those three factors the big booty the thick girls weren't in bang bros weren't what didn't even exist yeah they came around what 2005 i think right bang bros or maybe yeah like something like that you've done a couple of scenes for them too as i really enjoyed you did some you did some really good stuff with them yeah they're fun i love working for them i'm always banging their drivers (laughs) (laughs) now i I don't know if i'm just naive or stupid but when i first started watching their stuff i thought it was real i'm like wow they're really picking up these girls and dropping them off you know it was such a really cool idea at the time Yeah, well, you know what? That's funny because um, in my personal life, that shit's real. Like, I would pick up guys and just start banging them. I would go to adult bookstores and just start sucking guys off. Like, I have a fucking incredible, insatiable appetite for sex. And I, I, I would do things like just crazy that they would make movies of and it, it would all be acting but yet for me it wasn't because that's my personality that's what i do so you do that in your personal life so like let's yes. say like you go to the mall right now like you're shopping you know yes. you got a couple of bags you just see a dude like hey yes. come on we're doing this and i would <laughs> see a guy and a guy would come up to me and if i found him slightly attractive I'd be like because I was just so obsessed with dick I'm like let me see that dick like I don't even care about his face or his body I'm just like let me see that dick you know you want to come you want to fucking hit on me well all right let's go let's do something let's go in the bathroom or something at the airport everywhere so be honest with me how many guys have ever stepped up to you right but the second they get with you they're like all right let's do it you pull them to like a private little alley or something and the guy yeah. you know and, and he's so nervous that he can't perform oh many many <laughs> must be embarrassing. it is it's but you know what i i'm always like you know what that's totally okay i don't take it personally i just take it like it's some people don't get down like that you know they're uncomfortable in public or comfortable with strangers or they're all talk and that's okay well the thing is too is like you're very intimidating because you've done i don't even know how many hundreds and hundreds of scenes that you've done and the guys that are hitting on you obviously know who you are they've seen you so much but then they're like wait a second this is ava divine and you know they and they get you somewhere they just then their nerves take over they just can't do it yeah exactly and a lot of some guys because of watching porn you know they get intimidated like they don't they're not that big they're not they can't fuck that hard they can't last that long whatever their you know their hang-ups are it it really comes to play when they're trying to get an erection you know they're always thinking about that so i'm i always i'm like really down to earth and i just want everyone to have a good time so it's like you know what P- drop your inhibitions leave it at the door and let's just have a good time but it's hard because some people have really strong hang-ups. 
that's the truth. And but do you have any like preferences? So like, let's say if like you find a guy you think he's pretty good looking or whatever, and you're like, all right, this is the one. And like you get him, you guys about to get in him, and he pulls his pants down. And it's like a little, you know, like a like a little two incher, you know. Or Oof. do you have a preference on that? Yeah, I'm kind of a size queen. Although, I'll tell you, I have a small vagina. Believe it or not. I do Kegels and I always do anal. So I have a small vagina. So if I meet someone and it's we hit it off and we have s- sexual chemistry and he drops his pants and it's a two incher, yes, I'll be disappointed. But, you know, I mean, he can always do other things to please me. All right, so here's a million dollar question, okay? Okay. Would you rather have a good looking guy with a small penis and a lot of money? A oh, really ugly dude with like the freaking mandingo. I'll have to say a really, a really ugly guy with a mandingo because I, I think sex is very important. I don't know if that's a good answer or not because no, then, it's, then, because then you go, well, yeah, I could get the wealthy guy and then he could buy all the big toys and all that, but it's still not the same. I like a big real dick. Let's be honest. Well, the thing about good that question. Too, well, there's like a natural body heat. There's there's like all sorts of things that happen, you know, like the stuff that happens in the brain, the endorphins when you have an actual person as opposed to. Yes. A so there's just something yes. psychological about being with a human being, you know? Yes. Although I do love some big toys for my ass. I love toys. What is it about some women that they can't get into that? Some women love it and some hate it. Uh, I don't know. It. it I, I really couldn't answer for others, but I could see why they wouldn't like it because they need real human flesh. Because I'll tell you what, if you can fuck a dildo, then you could fuck any dick because a dick is soft and fleshy and a dildo is like man-made. So it's like really stiff and it's like kind of uncomfortable. It can be. So like, what about like? So what about anal as well? Like, how come some women can get into that, but some can't? Do you think it's just the whole like, oh, that's the place where poop comes from? Yes. You know? Do you think that's I, I definitely agree with that. I think there's a lot of hangups about that because if I don't, I douche my ass every day because I'm always doing anal. But if if it if there goes a day that I don't, I'm my asshole is like clenched. It's like really like tucked in and it's like it won't open i'm like oh my god so i i honestly but i think it's honestly in my head because i'm so scared of that poop factor that i'm just like (laughs) clenching my bunghole so tightly you know so it's like when i douche my ass i'm like oh it's a party everybody let's let's get started no but you you know an honest answer is a great answer so i really appreciate that because some yes. people see what they think other people want to hear, but no, you're saying, no. you know, ugly guy with no, a big I, th- I think, yeah, it's total. And and you know what? I even asked some of my friends, like, I fingered this guy's ass. I milked his prostate one time, and he's like, I don't know whether I was going to shit or come or balls. <laughs> you, you know, like, it just, it's, you got to be really relaxed. So, you know. That's what I hear. Yeah, prostate massages are the best, I hear. You see, like I've heard, like have have you ever heard how one is described? Because like I, because like I've seen videos, like of course a ton of videos where like that's happened, and the guy is like hands free, and it's like, and the guys normally say it comes from yes. the stomach, or something like that. What like, amazing, how, how, isn't that friggin' amazing? 
Oh my god! And you know what? When you massage a prostate, well, I, I when I massage a prostate, I'll speak for myself. When I massage a prostate, I can feel it drop, and I know when the man is going to ejaculate before he does. Now, how do you talk someone into that? That's never been into that before. They're like, nope, won't do it, won't do it. And then, like, how do you get someone to open their minds? Well, I start eating their ass. And I eat it like a pussy. So I'm making out with their asshole like it's their it's a mouth. And I make out with it. And then it loosens it up. And it, it starts, you know, because, like, it's a muscle. The sphincter is a muscle, of course. So you got to, like, relax it and loosen it up. And then I'll, like, slide a finger or just the tip or, or rub my finger around the asshole. And then some guys are like, okay. And then I'm like, is that okay? You know, I keep asking them, does that feel good? Is that okay? Yeah, that's what I was going to ask. Like, do you ask for permission or just jump right in with that? Because some guys may freak out because, hey, I'm not gay. You know, yes. like, there's, uh, there's a whole myth about yes. it. Yes. And, and I've, I've only did this, like, maybe once or twice where I finger banged a guy tried milking his prostate and it wind up not happening. Nothing happened. He went limp and everything. I, I guess it has to do with the whole psychological aspect of, Oh my goodness, I, you know, I should not have something, you know, sawn in and out yes. of that hole or, you know, it, it has, that has to be what it is. But if they just kind of shut down and just let it happen, they may enjoy it. Yeah, exactly. Some guys are like turned out by it. And some guys are like, you know what? That's not for me. And oh. that's okay. That's okay. Hey, there's a question I've always wanted to ask you here, and I can never find this scene, even though I've, I've, I've looked for it. Tell uh, me the nerd. Tell me my <laughs> sexy baby. Mm, oh, my goodness. He, yes, with that deep that. voice. Uh, so in, in 2004, you won an Avian Award for the most outrageous sex scene. What was the scene, and do you remember it? Like, what made it the most I outrageous I do. Scene? It was um, – no, I don't know. If, I was nominated, I think, in 2004 for the most outrageous scene. 2005, I won – the best blowjob scene. Oh, okay. Because the information I found said you won it in 2004. So I apologize for that. No, that's okay. I, I think, unless my brain's shot to Don't hell, you have that trophy on your wall? I do. I have the 2005, I think. <laughs> do you remember what the scene was like? Like, like what yes. made it the most outrageous scene? Like, okay, the most outrageous. I was nominated for my bukkake. I had a 60 to 80 cum burrito that I ate. Holy shit. Yes. And that was the most outrageous scene. And it was crazy because um, it was the bukkake. And I was so pissed. I didn't because the bukkake, they're all jerk off for you. And it's like I couldn't touch. I saw 60 to 80 cocks just jerking off and fucking coming in my burrito. I couldn't touch any of those dicks. I was like, every time I tried, they'd be like, Ava, <laughs> let the guys do their thing. And I'm like, fuck you tease and then they came in my burrito and i was like thanking each and every one of them and then i wrapped it up and i ate it oh my god yeah <laughs> yeah i mean talk oh. about fucking crazy now where do they find these guys like were they actual porn stars or this hey like I'll no they i think they put in they put an ad i'm sorry am i cutting you off i'm just so excited no, no. talking about this no okay, no no here. not at all please the people okay. here you speak not me Okay, no, I'm just so excited to talk about this. Um, so I believe they put an ad in the paper or Craigslist or whatever, adult fi friend finder, something. They put an ad somewhere. And these uh, everyone had to get tested that participated. And um, 
And then they rounded all the guys up and they all came and into this like warehouse I was in. And they were just standing around jerking off into my cum burrito and my burrito. And everyone was really fun and loving. Some guys did double, triple shots. So like they did multiple orgasms into the goddamn thing? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was nuts. It was, um, it was fun. It was really adventurous for me. Cause you know, like just being in a room with 60 to 80 men that were masturbating for you into your, into a burrito, dropping loads, you know, it, it was just, it was hot. I was like so turned on, but I didn't fuck anyone. That's insane. But how yeah. were they stimulated? Like, were you like nude and like doing yeah, things? Yeah, I, I think I was masturbating. I was totally nude and I was masturbating, I think, like playing with dildos and stuff. And I was just like, and they would just like fucking jerk off. And I'd be like, thank you for coming in my burrito. Thank you for, that's all I remember <laughs> saying the whole time. Was a burrito good? Like, did it taste good? You finished the whole thing? No, it was totally rank and disgusting. But it was, I swallowed it and ate it with love because I was like, this is hot. Never in my life, you know? And, and, and you know what? Like, I remember that that scene I didn't even get paid that much for it because there was no penetration and um I remember it was like it was just crazy like I didn't even understand what I was doing I was and like the they called my agent and they're like can you have Ava come to do a bukkake I was like no problem easy breezy and I came and I did not I had no idea what to expect which is good because that's how it's so fascinating. You know, like even when when I had to do scenes in the past, I'd always say, just tell me what time I'm showing up and if it's anal and what do I have to bring? What clothes do I have to bring? That's the only thing I want to know. You're very, very crazy on camera. Let me just put it that way. Yeah. <laughs> I was watching your scene, um, and um, like my favorite male actor is probably Mandingo because he just he's he, like like I don't know what it is like you like to see a woman get like destroyed sometimes yes, you know totally but, you want her to get worked over by a big dick and it has to be big and black too. Well, you know I don't color. Uh, no, I don't right. either. But <laughs> there's nothing hotter than yeah. that dark meat. Yeah, he's like he, he's just awesome. He, he's been on forever, and like I've I, and I've actually had an exchange with him on Twitter. I think he might be the first male star to come on this show. I've been talking <gasps> about females, so he may oh, be the first. Oh, that's male. great! But on your scene with him, you looked phenomenal with red hair, by the way. Aw, thank you, my baby. But in that scene, you were you were like really crazy. You were very vocal, and and it was and it was insane. And you took him like all the way down. He did anal, and it was like the like the full thing you took. And you were just nuts in there. Do you like have to put on a show for the viewer, or are you just naturally that way? And like even I'm in your own private, naturally like, like that. I, you know, like when I would um, work, you know, for the service, the escort service. Um, I remember I had this guy. This is before pre-porn and he paid me and when we were done he was like he was pissed because it was a fucking a lot of money and then he goes it was worth it because you're foul mouth <laughs> and that he was he, he was just pissed that you know I charged him that much and that was it but whatever 
but he was like, it was worth it for that foul mouth. And so that was pre-porn. Did you now have you ever gone back to escorting afterwards? Because I know some performers do like that. Yeah. Yeah. Now, if you had crazy rates before you became a legend, you must be astronomical now. Well, they're it's very high end. Yeah. So I know I'm not going to ask you to name names, but do you get like a lot of like athletes and famous people like, hey, that's Ava Divine? Because everybody watches porn about how, how rich and famous True, you are. True, but you know what? I get some athletes, which I don't know any of them because I don't watch sports or anything like that. I get a lot of athletes, but I've never gotten anyone famous that I knew. I don't think they like me. I don't think movie stars like me. Maybe because I'm too vocal and I'm too out there. You know, they're like, they're like, probably like, this bitch is going to fucking set, you know, throw me under the bus and, and say that she fucked me or something because she's so vocal about everything she does. I think with most like super famous people, there's a high level of paranoia. With athletes, they go from city to city and they think they're immune because they expect it from athletes. But with uh, like actors, they have the, they put them on this higher pedestal where they feel like you yeah. know, they're above everything. True, but all my girlfriends are like, oh, I fucked so-and-so. I fucked him. I fucked him. I'm like, how come I'm not getting... And everyone always asks me, do you get any movie stars? I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. That's all right. Well, so do you get a lot... So do you think most of your clients are probably athletes then? Is that what you say? Like, Because like the average guy, like I couldn't... Hell, there's no way in hell I'd be able to afford you. But like, uh, like, like actors or athletes think a lot more like, or your clients are of that level? No, I think I have a variety. Like my fans are the best and I have such a variety. I have guys that are like, say they've been watching me since they were 13, you know, really young guys, or I have old gentlemen, you know, it's like, it all varies. And I am so grateful for each and every one. Like what's the strangest experience? Have you ever had like any weird experiences? Totally. uh... I have totally weird experiences. What's 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 the craziest one? Oh my god! I I don't even know if I could talk about this, but yeah, all right, let's talk about it. No, we can um, say anything you want here, honey. Yeah, we could say anything I want. Of course. Okay, great, the nerd. Okay, well, I was um, <laughs> beating this guy up and butt fucking him, and then pulling out the dildo and he'd have to eat it while it was covered in you know what oh my god yeah loved it and at first i was like how the fuck am i gonna do this i'm gonna vomit i'm pissed i was disgusted and then i said you know what who the fuck am i you know me the dirtiest tramp on the planet who am i to judge him and you know what i drop my inhibitions and I said don't fucking judge him don't judge him Ava and just have a good time and we wind up having the best time (laughs) (laughs) now are there any acts that you personally don't enjoy because I've seen videos of you know like guys peeing on you and shit like that I love peeing peeing's fun yeah but I don't like vomit I don't like vomiting that's one thing I will I won't do the vomit thing. Like I've never seen you in any one of those films. Like, did you try it, and was was this like, hey, this isn't for me, or just kind of was always turned off by that? Always turned off by it. I have like a phobia of vomiting. Like, even if I'm sick, I try not to, and if I must, 
must, then I'm like shot for the day. I'm like done. Well, it, I mean, it, it is pretty disgusting. I mean, like, it's pissed, so like, disgusting, but guys yeah. love it. It's just weird because piss, like, like they've always said, like, you can live off your own piss for a couple of days. You can drink yeah. it and, like, recycle it for a couple of days or so. But, I mean, vomit, that's, like, f- food and bile and sickness and shit. Yeah, it's, but, it's guys, gross. some guys love it. This one guy, I remember I was sucking his dick, and he was, like, I was choking and gagging. He's, like, are you going to puke? I'm, like, no. And he's, like, damn it. I'm, like, fuck you. <laughs> You know, I'm like, Jesus Christ, you're going to try and make me vomit? Yeah, it's crazy. Some guys really love it. Now, let me ask you this, because, like, I know, like, we're kind of pressed on time here a little bit, but I appreciate every minute that you're giving me, because this is a true honor to interview you. It really is, but... I was watching my and my my second favorite scene that you did was uh, was as parade you did with Ramon. Oh and my God! For you wrecked that poor guy. You wrecked that poor guy. He if he had like you, I I think he came three times in that scene. I've never seen you. Yes, you know you do some, that Yes, that's right. You mentioned that to me. You that's fucking wrecked right. him. <laughs> oh, he wrecked me deep down inside. I was like, that's a big ass fucking dick. <laughs> Yeah, but like I've like I like I've watched a lot of Bangros, but like that was probably my all-time favorite website. And man, like like he always like you know just boom, 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 just kind of like killed him. But you 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 handled him like a champion. Three I times. I had to. I was like, th- this is my motto in my head: don't be scared of the dick. Let the dicks be scared of you. I'll tell you what, you conquer that one right there. Yeah, because I get intimidated very easily, and then I got to just talk to myself and go. Don't be scared. Come on. <laughs> now you've worked with midgets. I've I, I've seen a scene with yes. you. Well, I I don't even know if that's politically the correct term. Midgets, dwarfs, or little people. I don't know. What little they're people. Like. Oh, yeah. Little. Okay. So little people. Uh, you've worked with transgenders and gangbangs. I've seen I, I've seen that one. Yeah. Black, white, orange, blue. It's everything. Is, you is there got any it. limits? Is there any limit? No. There's none. I love BBW. I love trans. I love interracial i love white guys i love latinos i love asian guys i love it all i don't discriminate whatsoever no i i love that answer and and i have a counter question for you because this is something i've always wondered um a lot of women only work with like white white you know people um you work with everybody. Do you find that like your rates are probably are lower because I've always heard the urban legend that it, it that it hurts a woman if they ever go interracial? Well, not necessarily because I came out swinging. I was like when I started, I was like, I'm gonna do everything. Like m- some people say, some agents go, well, you shouldn't do interracial just yet. I'm like, you know what? That's the difference between me and you. I don't give a shit about the money. I don't give a shit about my reputation. I'm doing it because that's what I love. So I love be, it all. Yeah, you gotta like a take no prisoners. This this is my career. Yeah, I'm gonna do it how I exactly, want. Exactly, exactly. And and that's that's the difference between success for me and the the industry not eating me up and spitting me out because I didn't do it for monetary gain. I did it for fun. Yeah, and wow, that is like probably the best answer to a question I've gotten so far because because it, really, it's honestly I'm passionate real. about it. But it, you know what? I'm like, and and there's nothing wrong with anyone doing it just for the money. That's cool. I'm, I support everyone, each and every one of whoever wants to do it for whatever reason. But I really did it because I was like, I'm gonna have fun. Where can I go? Screw bareback dick. 
and have fun. That's incredible. Yeah. Now, I, just, I just have a couple more questions. I know we're hitting our sure. time here. No, take um, your time, baby. Do you remember a, a, an adult film starring Chessie Moore? Mm, that she, sounds familiar. Did she have big was, knockers? Oh, oh my God. Massive knockers. They were like soft and fluffy like yours were, you know, like the perfect boob job, you know? Yeah. Um, she had a scene that was infamous way back in the day where her and some other girl were filmed with a dog. And that is on the on the Internet. You know, you can find it somewhere. If people look hard enough, they can find it. Yeah. Has anyone ever asked you to do anything strange like that? And Yes. Like, a lot of people have. And the thing is. Okay, so that's one thing I won't film. <laughs> I won't do on film, other than the vomit, yeah. Because, you know, that can, like... That'll kill you. Like, like yeah, that'll kill your career. That, right that, will, that will screw you up, yeah. That will screw you up, and it's... I, w- I don't think I would do any legal acts on camera. Well, there, there was a, a Hispanic porn star, and I can't think of her name off the top of my head. Um, I, I think it starts with an M. I, I, I can't think of it right now. But she did a scene with a horse, and afterwards, she actually had a semi decent, semi long career. After good that. for her. See, I think to me, I think that's so hot. <laughs> I know so, that's crazy, but so yeah, I, off I think it's, I think it's so hot. Yeah, and I'm like. I think that I'm like jealous of these girls you're speaking of, but yeah, I, I just, I don't have enough balls to do that on camera. <laughs> so what about off camera? So that's something that's not out of the question. I'm still scared. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's just, it's just weird. I mean, like, how do you tell your dog, no, sit bad boy. Yeah, you go eat your cage after you function. Your baby, <laughs> your, your furry, your fur baby. How do you say like, okay. Well, don't get me wrong. Like, I've seen a lot of, like, I had this one guy on cam that would fuck his ass and then slap his lap and then his dog would come over and eat his ass juice up and then would go away and then he would do it again while he was jerking off. So, I mean, I guess people do it. It's just, you know, I wouldn't be, I couldn't do it, not to my doggy. Yeah, at that point, he, that dog was trained to do it. If the dog's just yes, coming over. <laughs> exactly. He, like, slaps his lap, and then it's like, okay. I can only imagine what's going on to that dog. It's like, oh, this fucking asshole wants it again. Let me go do it. I, I don't get dinner tonight. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I might not get walked later. <laughs> crazy. It's crazy. But you know what? People, but see, then it's like, it's like, can you judge that person? It's like, you know, it, it's crazy because it's like, that's his turn on like what you know it's like how can you say that's how can you say someone's bad or good for what they're turned on by yeah i guess you're right there because as long as you're only doing it in like a fantasy sense because some people have like that rape fantasy and and i wanted to ask you about the oedipus complex you know like young boys or young girls wanting their um like their parent and they have a lot of porn that's geared to that and my last guest larkin love she does a lot of that fetish porn where she plays the role of yes now, do you, now, have you ever had those kinds of feelings growing up or anything like no. that? Or is it just something that you just role play just because you know people it's like it? It's something that I role play because, once again, like, I love fucking people mentally more so than physically. You know? So it's like, if I can fuck your mind and crawl up in there and get what you're getting and and, like... 
put the shoe on the other foot and like just get in your head like I'm all for it like I think it's fun and and a lot of it is fantasy I mean that I've ever encountered you know I mean there's nothing wrong with doing it behind you know closed doors you know with the lights off or with the lights on even as long as you're not acting these depraved acts out in public yes as long as you're not hurting anyone or harming anyone or you know jeopardizing anyone's life then more power to you is there anyone that you haven't worked with that you wish you did work with god so many um i don't know you know what though like i try not to look at it like um i wish i could work with this person because if it's meant to be it's meant to be but i am so grateful for everyone i've worked with so it's like i don't know i you know it's like um What's the word I'm looking for? I don't really look out and go, I wish I did this. And, you know, like I'm more of a doer. So it's like everyone I did, I loved and I had such a great time. And, you know, if I want to work with someone and and it happens, then it was meant to be. So how long do you plan on doing this for as far as like being in the industry? Do you have like an end date and time? Because you've been very successful. You've been doing it for a long time. You call your own shots. You make your own rules. Um, yes. Sure, sure well, perfect respect. Yes. Thank you. Um, well, I'm I'm retired from the biz per se, but I do shoot for my OnlyFans dot com slash Ava Divine, my OnlyFans site. Uh I keep that current and and try and do as much as I can for that. So that's what's that's what I've been working on. But I'm not shooting for companies anymore. I'm just doing, like you said, doing my own thing. That's probably the best way because all the profit goes to you. You don't have to share with anybody else. You can make your own rates and do what you want, which is awesome. Yeah, it is. I mean, I love porn and I've had nothing but great experiences from it. But I just I discovered webcamming and I started webcamming and doing exceptionally well. And I was like, why don't I just do stuff for myself? And, you know, I don't have to show up at eight in the morning to fuck 10 guys or whatever. I'll just do it myself or cam do cam shows with people with my fans was that a natural transition for you? Because being doing the whole cam thing you're by yourself, is it awkward at all? Just being in a room talking to a camera or? No, because I love masturbating. So all I do is masturbate, fuck my ass, rub my clit, and talk shit to someone on the computer while they jerk their big cocks. You know, it's like, <laughs> this is great. And it's it's safer for my body, for health-wise. Um you know, my schedule is, I have a normal schedule now. Like I get up, I can go to a 12 step meeting. I can go to the gym. I can do all these, see my mom, hang out with my mom, see my friends. It's like, I have a life now. So you mentioned the 12 step meeting. How long have you been sober for now? And congratulations. Yes. Thank you. Um, 12 years, 12 and a half years. Man, that's a hell of a feat. Congratulations. It's, yes, it's unbelievable. Thank you. Unbelievable. Thank you. All right. Now, in closing, because I know like we've gone a little bit over, and I appreciate it. No, everything. you know what? I, I, anything for you, baby. You are phenomenal. There's so much more to talk about. Like I, like, I feel like we can go, you know, three hours. You know, it's, it's insane. Yes. 
right? I mean, we're having so much fun. I'm having so much fun. I'm drinking coffee outside, sitting in Vegas, 80 degree weather. I'm just enjoying myself. You you uplifted my energy because I was feeling quite tired. I've been up since five this morning and I've just been quite tired. But now I'm like ready to rock. You're a natural at this. You know, you really could. And I, and I tell this to a lot of people, but like I really feel like you can hold your own podcast. And that's something that yeah. you'd be very successful at. You know what? I tried doing that with my gay bestie and then it just didn't work out. It's, you know, how. Ha- I give you such kudos and credit for doing what you do. It's really hard because um, you just got to do so much research. You got to find people that are willing. And then some like my girlfriend is doing a podcast and she's like, some people don't even have personalities and they just sit there answering one word sentences, you know, one word answers. And it's like, okay, you know, what? what? Uh, well, the key, and I'm, I'm sorry, but but the key to it is, is you have to interview people that you enjoy, like people you're genuinely a fan of, because because the, the guests can tell if, if you care and if you enjoy them. Like it, it you, you don't want to interview like a, I can't interview a freaking baseball player because I hate baseball. But like, what the hell are we gonna talk about? Yeah. You know? So that's the key. And and Sarah, she has a, a show she was talking about. She she had something she was working on with Angelina Castro. And I think, you know, if you were to hop in on that, that would be an amazing trio. Oh, I would love to hop in with Sarah J. That's my girl. That's my love. I'll tell you, she is phenomenal. She Very is good phen- guest. She's excellent. She's just a good damn person. It's like we met, I met her the first time she was screwing Byron Long. She was had her big tits, big ass, sweating. And I was like, who is this fantastic human being that's fucking this big black dick like a maniac? And it was my girl, Sarah J. And we hit it off ever since we talked on set. We hit it off and we've been I still care about her immensely. I will still check on her all the time. Like, how you doing, girl? Just thinking of you, you know? Oh, yeah. And I will tell you what, she's the coolest because the first time and this is the first time my listeners have ever heard this story. The first person I ever reached out to was Sarah J. And I'm like, yeah, "Yeah, let me try to do my first interview with somebody. And it's and it's been, you know, like six months ago or so since we talked and she and her agent reached back and we talked and I was so nervous because I'm such a big fan. And it was my first ever like big interview that I didn't hit the record button. So we talked for about an hour and 15 minutes. (laughs) Yeah, but and, you know what? She is so oh, cool. I bet. I bet she made you feel so comfortable. And she did. But she did anything fun. for you. I told her I was like, listen, I am so sorry, but uh, you know the thing didn't record, and, and then like the agent was like, all right, well we can fit you in for another time, but you know this is it. And I made sure I had the record. We had a great conversation the second time, and she didn't make me feel like a piece of crap, and I felt so bad. Oh no, <laughs> she's not like she's so loving. And she's so down to earth, too. It's amazing. And so are you. And now I, I feel like I got a little bit more season behind me. So, I, you know, this one right here came off really good. And I'm, I'm just. Well, you fan. were you're just great, period, for reaching out to me and just being so great. So hey, you're you know, you're magnificent. I love you. Oh, you're the best, Ava. And and I always end my interviews with this because I know you got more important shit to do than talk to some nerd like myself. But no, I loved it. <laughs> I loved every minute. You know, I'm playing with my juicy pussy right now. Oh my goodness! <laughs> you just made a chill <laughs> run down my old spine here. <laughs> but uh, and a drop you, uh, from out of your cock from pre coming. 
Yeah, but but it's not like one of these huge ones that you like. So I'm sorry, but I, I know just... you know what. I take that back. I like I said before. I don't discriminate. I love it all. <laughs> oh, see now you're just playing nice. No. <laughs> Shut up. So can you but, tell everyone? Okay. Yes. Uh, can you tell everyone out there in, in the world that's going to be listening to this podcast where they can find you? Things you want to plug and promote? Any upcoming appearances or anything like that? Sure. Um, my OnlyFans.com slash Ava Divine is where you can interact with me and see my latest and greatest content. Um, find me at Instagram, uh, Ava Divine 666. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at One Ava Divine. And I'm going to start feature dancing, possibly. I'm not sure. So hopefully I'll be shaking my moneymakers at a city near you. And uh, that's pretty much it. How often do you visit Myrtle Beach? Hopefully soon. Is that where you live, baby? Maybe. Oh, baby. (laughs) Well, there's a a place called the Dollhouse here, which is really big. Good. Well, hopefully I will come out. Well, they had to check on, what was her name? The one who uh, accused Donald Trump, or uh, Stormy Daniels was here not too long ago. So, I mean, if they're going to reach out to Stormy Daniels, who I'm not the biggest fan of, but that's another story. Really? They've got, oh yeah, I'm sure. If you're like, hey, I'm available to dance, there, boom, you're in because you're even a fucking divine man. I know, but we'll see. You know, this, different strokes are different folks. Yeah, you're right, but I guarantee you because you still look good. I look at your Twitter every single. Thank day. you, my baby. I try. I really oh, try. Well. Is there any kind of special workout routines you do to stay in that shape? Yes, weights and a little bit of cardio. Yeah, and I, I have the you, best you, trainer. Like, yeah, you had the. I, I don't know what the workout move is because I don't work out at all. I just stay skinny by doing keto. But uh, like, you yeah. had, like, like you, you had the weight on the back of your neck, and you were doing like squats or whatever. Is that what they're called squats when you got the big ass? Like, yes. Like, okay. Yes. Oh my yes. god! Yes. Ass out, sitting down. Yep. Oh my goodness gracious! You got to promise to come back on here again because I had I so much will. fun. I will. I totally will. Now that we are like become friends and hopefully lovers. Why not? Oh, goodness gracious. My wife Anytime. is going to kill me. You, you have my sc- – <laughs> oh, she can join. Oh, oh my goodness. That will be a dream come true, Ava. <laughs> <laughs> no, no disrespect. I love you both. I love you all. Um, I am forever grateful. So thank you. And hit me up anytime if you want to do it again. Oh, for sure. I definitely will. Thank you very much, Ava, for coming on the Voices of Misery podcast. Thank you so much. I love everyone. Mwah. Bye. <laughs>